This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton Postgame Show with Al and Jerry. Oh, what do you say we do it, Al? It is now a Tuesday. That's kind of a weird way to start. I don't know what I meant by do. I just meant do the podcast. Yeah, I'll edit that out. I mean, nothing. Uh, oh, you will. So oh, yeah, start no over? So, yeah, three, definitely two, one, start, start over. over. Yeah, for sure. Hey, what do you say? It's Tuesday. Yeah. You're not going to edit that out, are you? No, probably, probably not. not. Right, exactly. Not so let's just move on uh, as we usually end awkwardly. Today we start awkwardly. And why the hell not? Were you taken aback a little bit by the whole Matt Harvey swollen stiffness with the arm thing yesterday with Terry Collins, who we knew uh, was, going to, was going to talk yesterday as they've done every day, basically, even on off days, that we knew he got hit hard. I was surprised the way he responded and answered those questions yesterday, though. I was surprised that he got hit in his throwing arm. I really did not realize that throughout the game. I didn't know, you know, because the way that I would think a right-handed pitcher faces a batter, I would think a line drive would go off your left arm. But the way you turn when you pitch, you spin and it went off his right uh, arm. You know, it's Which ironic is his throwing about this arm. whole thing. I actually thought it was the left arm. Yeah, it can't be if this is what they're talking about. I think the way he spun Jerry, I think it line drived off really? his I, right. I, see, I just thought, you know, whether it's your left arm or your right arm, if you're swollen and stiff, you still have to grip the baseball with the glove. You still need your arm. Yeah, I don't I buy that. I actually thought it was the left arm. That's really interesting. I actually so think it's time, the right arm. I thought it was the left arm. You're telling me the right arm. Yeah. Which makes it more of a story then because now you're talking about gripping the baseball with that arm. So I don't know. I just, he, you know, when you read the articles, which I did first, they all made it seem like it's no big deal. He's starting. And one headline said, Harvey, you know, swollen, but okay. Good to go. Right, good to go. I listened and watched that press conference. He's anything but good to go. I mean, Terry Collins, when the guy, and I played it this morning, when the guy says, so, you know, his status for, you know, game five is okay. Collins is like, you know, well, uh, he'll be all right. You know, I don't know. We'll see how it responds. Like, there was no, he's fine. Maybe they want to give away, don't give, want to give away secrets, Jerry, and they want the uh, Cubs to think Harvey's not pitching again, and then boom, he comes out. Perhaps that's Bam. the case. Now, I mean, if so, Gotta I mean, pitch. Collins talked about starting Bartolo Colon or John Neese. Like, they've got guys they can go to. It's They'll be fine. If the Mets go up 3 nothing, they should start Bartolo Colon just for fun. Just for fun. He might go out there and give you seven Exactly. Innings. That's what I mean, but it would also be fun. It would be fun, especially when he gets to hit and he gets to run down yeah. the bases and he can't move, and that would be good. Bar- you believe we're sitting here talking about the Mets being two games away from the World Series? Yeah. I mean, I can and I can't. Barstool Sports yesterday posted a video. I think someone sent it to me on Instagram of a Bartolo Colon walking in the clubhouse, and he fell down. Just Shocking. walking. <laughs> well, I showed Craig and Boomer the other day when he came in relief in Los Angeles. He had, he had a jog in from the bullpen. He was a mess. Exhausted. I mean, you know. 
There's things bouncing that shouldn't be bouncing on a man. And it's a law. Listen, that's how many feet? 300 feet he's got to run in. It's actually kind of funny. So then Harvey also has insurance on his arm. Oh, yeah. We had to get to that, which, by the way, is not surprising. Well, I don't even really understand what that means. Like, how can you get insurance on something that's probably going to eventually fail? Well, because I'm sure the insurance is time-based. Okay. This is not insurance for the rest of your life that when you turn 51, you know what? The arm's gone. Give me $3 million. So if the insurance is for lost wages and, and future will, wages. Yes, but it will not pick up what future earnings could possibly be if that's where you're going. Yeah, because I have wonder, if you're getting insurance for something that will cost the insurance company $50 million, how much is the insurance for that? Right. It's got to be through the roof. In his case, if I John Heyman had this story yesterday, and I read most of it, not all of it. You got um, bored with it halfway through. I do. I tell can't you get through any full articles. I can't either. My I said to Craig yesterday on the air, he's got the attention span of a gnat. If that's what he's got, I'm worse than that. I don't know if there is something worse than that. Which is why they build the articles where they tell you everything in the first paragraph, and if you want more detail, you keep going because <laughs> they they know no one's reading that. Now I just re- I just finished reading this Louisville story, which is long as hell. I actually read it. I can't read that. You got to be really interested, and I wasn't all that interested in the insurance, or only because we've seen it before. But in his case, I guess they're assuming future earnings could be at three, four hundred million dollars. What you're guarding against is injury in the short term, over the next year and a half or so, until he gets that big contract. And it's not for the three hundred million dollars, but it might be, maybe it's a ten million dollar policy. To where if he blows his arm out, you know what, he'll live a fine life with ten million dollars. Right, but wouldn't that cost you a million dollars? No. Why? Not at all. Well, how I mean, are these insurance companies? I do. How do insurance companies make money? Because they may they have so many clients that they're making money in the stock market. How I don't understand. Because no one's I making lose money, money in the, the stock, stock market, market every month. But think about it. So I have, for instance, I have like we're all going to die. Why? Of course, your life insurance. They're going to have to cash that in. You are at some point. You would think that, but think of how many people die on a daily basis as to how many people are still surviving. Think about it. we're living longer. So they're not paying out quite as often. Plus, there are so many loopholes. I went, I remember when I had, when I went and did my life insurance. Now, we did it first when Matthew was born in 2004. I took out a policy. I I want to say $400,000. On yourself? Yeah. A whole, not, not just term, but like a whole policy. I forget what it's called. Whole life universal or whatever the hell it's called. $400,000 policy. Meaning if you died, your family would get $400,000. Right. Then I went and got a term as well. And I know people are going to hit me up on Twitter about telling me how bad this is. And that's fine. Whatever. It's what it is. <laughs> I have a million-dollar term policy nice. that's for a 10-year period. What's that mean? It means from the time I turned, I believe it was when Joseph was born. So from the time I was 36 until 46, if I die before I'm 46. $10 million. She's going to get, no, a million, I said. Oh, I see. $1 million plus the $400,000, she will get $1.4 which then I wonder why I'm still alive and she hasn't yeah. killed me yet, but yeah, that's really. fine. Uh, but I remember when Suffocate I was, you with a pillow. Right. When you're going through the process, you know, they're like, you know, have you ever smoked? And they're like, before you answer, let me just tell you this. If you have, even if you're not now, tell me you have, because if it comes out, if you pass away, that you smoked when you were 17, you have breached your contract and we're not going to give you a dime, even mm. if you die in a car crash. Yeah. I'm like, you're kidding. So they have a lot of ways where they can hold stuff up in court. That having been said, what do you pay for your life insurance? I mean, think about it. You're not paying a tenth of what it's worth. No. Not at all. But my life insurance, the way it is now, since I don't have a wife or kids that need my money, my my life insurance that I get through the company is just equal to one year's salary. Oh, okay. No, I mean, I have. I went to Allstate. I have like yeah. full 
you know, I, and by the way, I have that too with the union. I have all that too, which I don't, I don't even think about that stuff. I don't want my family to knock me off, Jerry, if I if I got a bigger policy. I don't well, know I what mean, in, they're doing. In fairness to you and your family, yeah. should they do that, they're going to go to jail and there would That's be no true. life insurance money because you were murdered. You hear that, Mom? No murdering die. me for my one-year salary because right. I have her as the beneficiary. Because, Mom, you are the next of kin, as we established <laughs> last week. <laughs> Whoops on that one. <laughs> So anyway, so that's, I mean, it, listen, it's all—it's a big gambling game is all it is. And can a 70-year-old get life insurance? You can. It's just really expensive. Yeah. Really, because now you're really playing the pricey. percentages. I know someone, and I, this is going to sound horrific, but it's true. I have a really good friend of mine that was in the life insurance business, and it is what it is. And it's it's, I can say this, it's not one of the bigger agencies. It was really a smaller firm um, trying to. Kind of fugazi. Yeah, I mean, they did pay out claims. They you're getting life insurance. You've got to go to the main. I agree. People. You got you like, go to come Allstate. On. You go to Prudential. You yes. got. I totally agree with you. He worked of more of a mom and pop type of place, if that's the right way to put it. Yeah. And they would literally, when they would find out that uh, someone was sick, and if they had already turned over their policy to the life insurance company because they were using that money to pay for their medical care, they would sit there and be like, you know, the watch is on. When are we getting paid? Because now they basically loaned you money to go through the whole medical process. Now they want their money back. Right. I mean, morbid. So why are we talking about this? Well, we were talking about like, so if my parents are over 70 and they went right now to get life insurance. Expensive. Expensive. Very expensive. Yes, absolutely. Hmm. And they might, I mean, listen, they might even have it. See, the beauty of what I have, like forget the term one, my universal one. And again, I know you're going to email me and text me that I'm stupid. When I'm 93... It's still worth what it's worth, and it my, my premiums don't go up. Now, I also started it when I was 29. Yeah, I've always wondered that. Like, I know, you know, Allstate's a sponsor here, and I, I've been an Allstate customer since way before. Yeah, me too. They, I, I can't imagine, like, why would you get car insurance or any kind of insurance through some no-name brand place? Like, I could imagine I get into a car crash, I'd call this no-name brand uh, insurance, and they'd be like, hmm. Uh, we don't have any yeah, like, records why would you, of you. Why would you cut corners there? Uh, the only thing I would say to that is because of if you go back, you know, thirty years ago when people didn't weren't required to have insurance. Think of what your and now this is going to happen on the way home. I'm sure. What are the odds? And this is where you want to know how they make money. Here's how they make money. Give me the odds. You think of you getting into a car accident in your life? In my life, really good. They're not really good. Not even close to. What do you think is really good? Well, I've already had car crashes, but. Based on how many people drive, yeah, what do you think the odds are on someone getting into a car accident? I would say 85% of people get into a car accident no at chance. some point in their life. No, that put claims into insurance yes. companies? No way. Totally. Eight and a half out of ten people have <laughs> yeah. car accidents in their put life? claims in? In their life, You're out yes. of your mind. I'll Who bet you it's to? no more than a half percent. You're crazy. No way. It's not even one out of ten. I got to talk to the, my... There's I'm no going to call my Allstate agent today. But, now, what's the percentage? Huh? I'm going to ask him, what's so the percentage? So that means if you look down your block, yeah. and you've got 100 people on yes. your block, 85 of them have put in car uh, car accident claims. At some point from their 17 to drive until they're 70? Yes. No chance. Not All right, I'm calling my guy. I'm calling my guy. All right, let's do movies. Eric Ruse. I'm calling him. I'll call Michael Murray. Oh, I have one more thing before we get to movies. Yeah. It, you know, I mentioned the why would you go with a cut rate insurance. Yeah. I also wonder, why do people... Why would you join a bank that isn't one of the mega banks where there's ATMs everywhere? Like I see these random sure. one, 
one-stop bank places. I'm like, they have one ATM at one location. Why would you ever go there? Their rates can't be that much better. No, rates, see, the, the rates stink. Rates are awful across the board, and yeah. banks suck right now. Now, in fairness to banks, they are heavily regulated right now because of what happened with the mortgages. You, bro, you're giving me a blank stare. Well, I, I was, you know, we talked about, you know, we're, you and I are always fearful of the stock market, sure. of crashing and stuff. And you're like, right. well, where can you put your money? Da, da, da. I looked for S's and giggles, Jerry. Right. If I had $50,000 to put into a CD, huh. a five year CD. Yes. So I have $50,000 going away for five years. Wh- what is, what do I get out of that at the, at the absolute best rate available? Uh, I would say 1.2%. Uh, yeah, it was like, well, uh, yeah, it was like uh, $5,000. $5,000 is all you're going to make. So $1,000 a year it's not, for it's, per it's $50,000. It's 2%. Stupid, Jerry. It's a joke is what it Jerry, is. Jerry, you spend that on uh, candy every week. Uh, that's not true. That's not true. <laughs> hmm. Interesting. (laughs) Uh, You move on because I'm going to give you some interesting stats in the next segment after we do movie quotes. Jerry, I was just looking while you were busy talking at my touchofmodern.com app. Yes. And uh, here's something they have today called Playful Promises Retro Modern Lingerie. Well, that's interesting for a man or a woman. Well, this is for women. This would be for the woman in your life. It's uh, lingerie, retro lingerie. So it's like the lingerie from back in the old days. Oh, interesting. So it could be like your wife could be like a 1950s wife, and then you could be like the husband coming in with the milk or something? Uh, something like that with the milk, yeah. I'd be coming in with the milk. <laughs> I, by the way, the stuff they have at this website is yeah. tremendous. It, it really is. We say it all the time. It really is. Do You never know what you're going to get when you go to the website. It's kind of cool. And here's this. a uh, Various, you know, it's getting colder, Jerry, so there's a lot of scarves are very popular sure. these days. Uh, touchermodern.com has a whole bunch of different scarves. You know who I'm thinking about uh, showing this website to is Tiki Barber. We see him in the hallway, and he loves scarves. Good dresser. And man hats, he like does. different hats. And touchofmodern.com has that sort of thing, men's fashion, which I know Tiki would love. It also has watches. It also has uh, gadgets, grooming products for men, Jerry. I know you love to groom. The other day you told us you take three showers a day. They have grooming products there. Day. Well, some days. Some days, yes. Uh, here's some interesting-looking cutlery, Jerry. I'm just on the, at the app right now. And that's the coolest thing. Just download the app on your phone yeah. and check it out every day. You see all the different sales they have, the different products. And by the way, the holidays are coming up. Don't be stupid. You go to touchofmodern.com. Right now, our listeners get immediate access when they sign up at touchofmodern.com. That's touchofmodern.com. Do it today because tomorrow it will be different. We can't stress that enough. That is how life rolls in the fast lane. And remember, they've got that awesome, sexy home decor. That is a big fave of Al Dukes. That is true. I'm definitely getting Boomer and Carton uh, their Christmas gifts this year on touchofmodern.com because I could never think of anything to get them. And touchofmodern.com has things that you wouldn't normally think of, yep. but when you see them, you go, that'd be perfect for Boomer, that'd be perfect for Craig. You and I don't exchange gifts, and let's not start this year. I agree. Uh, but if I was going to get you something, definitely touchofmodern.com. Can I just do something real quick? Yes, please. My mistake. I apologize. What happened? Well, while so while I took a little minute off there, I checked yeah. the stats. Yes. Now, while the claims for insurance companies are not crazy, you're right. Every 18 years, someone will get into a car accident. Really? Yes. Now, that makes me very nervous. Yeah. I'm 41. And no car accidents. I've been driving since I'm 17. No car accidents. I had a 1998 brand new uh, Saturn sports car totaled on me. 
Really? Yeah, some high school kid uh, drilled me while I was uh, waiting at a, a red light. Interesting. Yeah, totaled the car. So out. now I want to know what the number on claims are. Yeah. Because now my brother has gotten into one accident. He didn't put a claim in, though, because it was nothing. My father never has. My mom never has. I don't believe my sister has. So we've been lucky, apparently. Hmm. Earlier today, Jerry, in the program, uh, Boomer used the Animal House line. Uh, was it over when they bombed, when the Germans bombed sure. Pearl Harbor? As we all know, it was the Japanese. But in the movie, uh, uh, John Belushi says yes. when the Germans bombed Har- Pearl Harbor. So when we do something like that, uh, Twitter and the phone calls go crazy and say that the Germans did not bomb Pearl Harbor. It was the Japanese, which of course we know. But you start to think there are certain movies that over the years we have quoted. Uh, you know, when you're a kid, you quote them, da da da. But then you get to a point where the where no one's watching the Those newer generation yeah. is not watching Animal House. Sure. So they think Agreed. you're making mistakes. When you hear a 25 year old, I don't think is watching Animal House. No, I don't even think there are 20 and 25 year olds watching The Godfather anymore. No, I've still never seen that. Is that true? Yeah, I've never seen Godfather. See, that is something, and I'll I'll save you the time. Don't watch the third one. The third one's horrendous. The first two though are so good. You get a crappy day on a Saturday or something, and you know you're not into watching college football. Just hang. It's it'll take six hours of your time. A little break in between the two. Pretty good. Uh, and Opie and Anthony used to do so many quotes and they'd play the clips from The Godfather all the time that I feel like I know all the, I know the significance of all the lines. Sure. Like, uh, leave the gun, take a cannoli. What's the matter? You know, the smack, uh, what's the matter? Blah, 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 all that stuff. I feel like I've, I've seen it and it would be weird to me now to watch it and, and see those clips that You're I've heard on the radio all these years. Probably not wrong, but I think seeing it in context is still, it's, it's, it's just a great couple of movies to watch. It really is. So, yeah, so different generations have different movies that are their quotable movies. Sure. I loved all of, like, Fletch. Oh, I love, Fletch, was a big Chevy, Chevy Chase, Chase 1980s guy. <laughs> so Fletch, the va- all the vacations. Oh, absolutely. The Christmas one to me is my favorite. Yeah, that's a great one. That one to me is just, I mean, that's timeless forever. I got to watch it every Every Christmas. Every winter. Yeah, that's my one. You know, I I see I'm not into the movie quotes because for me, and this is where people think I'm weird, and that's fine. I watch a movie once. I like it. I don't go back and watch it again. Yeah. So I don't remember. That's why a lot of times Craig would be like, how did you not see that movie? I'm like, I did. I just didn't study it. Or I don't have the mind like you do where you see or hear something once and it's etched in your mind. I right. don't remember. Aside from Banana in the Tailpipe with Beverly Hills Cop, I don't remember these things. Right. That was a big movie for you. Uh, well, that was one I could watch over and over and over again, yes. Jerry, I have a new study here in my hand. Of I don't course know you do. What would a podcast this. be without a study from Al? Science study. Um, okay. Men, this is the study that says men should sleep in the buff that's naked to improve sperm. I've heard this over the years that when you wear tight underwear, the underwear um, pulls you up close to your body. Right, and the body and, temperature and, and, and the... it kills the sperm. Right. So I was just curious for you. What for do me. you? What do you go to sleep in? Uh, usually shorts. Shorts. Yeah. You go shirtless, or do you have a night depends. shirt? Uh, you depends. You wear depends. No, I didn't say that. I said it depends, you jackass. <laughs> I don't wear it depends. Oh, okay. I Although I got to tell you, as I'm getting older and I can't make it through the night anymore without having <laughs> to go to the bathroom, terrible. it actually sounds like a pretty yeah. good idea, actually. You just change your diaper in the morning. And then what's his name from Fox? Start doing those uh, Depends for Men's commercials? Yes. What's Tony Siragusa. Siragusa. It's not a bad idea, but yeah. no, I usually wear my Under Armour shorts and either a shirt, a sweatshirt, a long sleeve shirt, a t-shirt. Could be a variety. I don't... I would say... The notion of of me going to sleep wearing the same thing two nights in a row, not even remotely close. 
I just don't. And Never. I will tell you that I wear the same thing to bed <laughs> for a month before I wash it. Oh, no, you don't. I do. But think about all the, you're sweating. and Yeah, you but I only put it on when I'm going to bed. And then I get up and I shower. I'm sure. I'm not bodily, I'm not again, urinating I'm sure in my shorts. No, but I'm sure you're doing certain things. I'm not. And, uh, it's gross. How could you wear the same stuff every day for a month? Because I've got underwear on to protect the no, layer, protective layer. protection. Oh, that's gross. Yeah. And the same shirt? Yeah, same shirt. Oh, how nasty. Oh, this yeah. is, these are things that are going to change when you get married. Uh, oh. That's horrible. Yeah, I don't like to do a lot of laundry. But I, I always thought of this idea of people who sleep naked. What happens if there's a fire and the fire alarm goes off and you have to run out of your house? You better get now, clothes. Or you're naked outside? Uh, in certain cases, you probably would be. Or it's, you're looking for clothes and, and thus you'll be late getting out of your house. And therefore could get trapped. And then, right. Simply happens because, to be very true. Yeah. Uh, no, you're not wrong about that. Um, I don't sleep naked, so I'm not sure. Plus, men can't sleep naked because... Your things are out there. They're not protected. You need some protection. What What is it protected from? uh, If you sleep with your wife, you know. You want so you want to protect that from her? No, you don't. No, I'm saying you don't want to get accidentally like need there. Well, how is that any different if you have shorts on? I feel like there's some layer of protection. The shorts come with a uh, jockstrap. No, they come with a cup. But I feel like there's some layer there that's separating. There's nothing separating anything. Like there's some cushion. No, there's not. There's not at all. Unless you're putting, you know, you're stuffing socks down your uh, shorts. Plus, then your genitals are touching the sheets all the time, and that seems like you'd have to wash your sheets more. Really? Because your genitals are touching your clothes every single day, and you don't wash them. <laughs> ever. <laughs> They're touching my underwear, which gets washed every day. Yeah. My genitals are not touching my shorts that I wear to bed. They're touching the underwear inside the shorts. Well, see, now sometimes I don't wear, I only wear shorts sometimes. Right. Therefore, I have to wash the shorts every day. That I would do. Just like my theory on, like, if I wear, a, like, we're getting into the winter months soon, and I'll, I'll start wearing sweaters, but I wear a t-shirt underneath, I'm not washing the sweater. Well, there's no reason to wash the sweater. Like, I'm wearing a Mets hoodie right now. But when you... But I've got a t-shirt under it. I'll wash the t-shirt. That's touching my armpits and my skin. Right. So that sweatshirt won't get washed until 2017. <laughs> Till yeah. When the Mets are trying to take October again. Yeah, I'll be like, where's that Met October Do you sweatshirt? smell the clothes before you put them on just to make sure? No. Because I no. know I don't... Well, you have, I mean, no regard for anybody you work with. <laughs> I mean, good Lord. I know I don't smell. How do you know that? I, I, I'm i pretty sure... a quick I... story about someone that I used to know, and I don't know him anymore because he doesn't talk to me any longer. Did he, he work here? He had horrendous breath. He worked here? He did not work here. Had horrendous breath. Do I know him? No. Okay. Uh, you might, but probably not. And finally, after about a third encounter with him, I gave him a piece of gum, and I said, I mean this with all due respect, you don't want to be known as that guy. He you, pulled it, you, you pulled him aside for the gum? Yes, I did it very did. quietly. I said, your breath is horrendous. I didn't say it quite like that, but that was the message. He hasn't talked to me since. Really? He had no idea. How do you know that you don't... How many times have I actually asked you, by the way, do I smell all right? I don't feel like... I don't feel clean. Have I done that before? You have. Because you don't know what you smell like. You think we know our own smell and therefore it doesn't You're stand out. You're used to it. You know how many people out there listening right now and don't say, I oh, only 10 people listening. There's a lot of people listening, and half of them probably smell, and they don't know it. So right. this is a public service for you all smell. of you that smell that you don't know. Just ask somebody. Right. I've got to go. And you should be washing all your clothes, not just the ones that touch your genitals, right? Yeah. Exactly. Okay, see you tomorrow. It's the Boomer and Carton Post Game Show. Wow! With the real stars of the show, Alan Jerry.